bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. It's the Hive Sports Podcast. Jazz, college football, bees, we got them all. So listen up, because we, 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 we got the buzz. Turn down the buzz! Hi, this is Daniel Olson with your Hive Sports Podcast. And you can follow me. You know who I am. I'm at USU The Right Blue on Twitter. And I love me some Aggies. And I'm excited for this Big Blues Day podcast. And you can follow the Hive Sports at the Hive Sports at, on Twitter or Instagram. And, you, and we're also on Facebook as well. And I just want to invite you, first of all, to leave a, a five-star re- review and, and tell us what you like about us. And we will enter you to win some Aggie swag just so that you can enjoy this Aggie season because the Aggies, I, I, I'm positive in the Aggies. And with that out of the way, let's, let's get some Aggie football going. Let's talk. So the Boise game, uh, we'll try to be positive about this. Th- this was... Pretty ugly. I mean, Boise, they're pretty tough to beat, especially on the Smurf turf where they're basically camouflaged. Like sometimes I, I couldn't see them on the screen, and sometimes you, you could tell the Aggie secondary couldn't see them. Early in the game, there was a play where one of our guys in the secondary started going in, and then a receiver just beat him, and then nobody was there even close to him. So it just seemed like he missed his assignment, or maybe he. Maybe the Boise receiver was just blended in so well with the turf that he for he forgot like where his guy was. But um, anyways, that was that was a pretty rough first half. We'll, we can talk a little bit about what we liked and didn't like. Like what was different in the second half? How how did we come back and and make it a game? Um, so so yeah. For, for, first, like I said, the Boise started 28-0 first half. Near the end of the third quarter, we got a touchdown. The start of the fourth quarter, we went and got another touchdown. I think that was about the time that Boise had that blooper where they punted and it hit the the head of one of the O-linemen. I think it might have been the center, but but yeah. But So that was kind of funny. Um even though we lost the game, at least we didn't have any really terrible bloopers. We played a pretty clean game. We didn't really have an interception until like the last minute, like last ditch throw at the end of the game. So that doesn't really count to me. We played pretty conservative. Um, but anyways, so yeah, that on that second touchdown that we had, Jalen Warren, he just took a couple of voice defenders with him. And he just, he it was third down. We, we didn't want to have face a fourth down and and we, we wanted to get in the board give ourselves a chance because you know if you're down two scores at the start of the fourth quarter um odds are Boise is going to win and that's what they did but at least it gives us a chance to believe hey like if we play physical like this then we can win um unfortunately after that the momentum was sucked out a little bit um we got a new kicker and he missed the the extra point um, yeah, we've we've just been so spoiled to have Dominique Eberly for so long that now we have a new kicker and and hopefully he can get his confidence back. Cause 
We might need him for San Diego State here. Um, his name is Haltem. Nels, Nels Haltem. So, yeah, he was. So then he finished the night one for two on his extra points. Didn't have the chance to kick a field goal because most of the time, except for those two scores, Boise wasn't even letting us get into field goal range. They were they were pretty good. Um, I think in the first half, it might have only had one first down. So it's it's really hard to get into field goal range and get into get points on the board if you you can't get some first downs. To be honest, we were a little bit um, predictable. Yeah, we'll say that. We were predictable the first half. We just seemed like run, 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 which is great. We got some good running, but we can't just go up the middle and run every time against a team like Boise. I mean, maybe we can do that against some of the easier teams on the schedule, which looks like we don't really have a lot of easy teams. Maybe Nevada, I don't know, Colorado State, New Mexico. But, but yeah, we got to... We, we got to mix it up. That, that's one thing Boise does really well. They're, they do all those little trick plays, and sometimes it, it annoys me. But, I mean, um, some of the Aggie fans got annoyed about it. They're like, why don't you why don't you save that for, like, a New Year's Six Bowl? Because, like, if you keep showing all your tricks, then then teams are going to be ready for it. But um, Boise wanted to send a message and just not, not even give the Aggies a chance because... Traditionally, like we've we've been a little bit better team when we're not playing Boise, but um, one thing I didn't like that, and I'm gonna whine a little bit here, but I don't think it's really cool of Boise to run up the score, and and Boise fans can say, hey, like we're trying to build a resume and stuff, but I I think that at the end of the game, if you're ahead thirty, I think it was thirty five thirteen, why do you have to score another touchdown, like? Can't you just knee the ball? Like, I so I think that the score is was pretty competitive. If if you take out and this is gonna sound kind of lame, but if you take out the first quarter, let me see. This is kind of a moral victory here, but um, oh well. If you take out the first half, we the score was thirteen to fourteen. So if the Aggies play like they did the second half. Maybe we're it's a little bit closer in the game, but but who knows? Boise might have just taken their foot off the gas, and they knew that they were ahead. And once we started scoring, they're like, "Okay, we'll start trying again." So um, that's that's what happened. Um, yeah, both of our touchdowns were were run were runs by Jalen Warren. So it seems like we've switched from kind of a pass heavy offense with Jordan Love to more of a run run heavy, which I like that if we can make it work. Um, hopefully we can can run better. Uh, the Aztecs, especially under Rocky Long, they are a great defensive team. They put some points on the board. Let's let's talk about them. They they beat UNLV thirty four to six and um well, before we talk about them, let's get to our players of the game. It's it's hard to give a game ball after a loss, but but I got to give the game ball an offense and some some of the guys in defense. Jalen Warren just two touchdown pass uh, runs, plus um, how many yards did he have? He had 
89 yards on 23 carries. So, so he was he was punching it through the um, 3.9 yards a carry. That, that that's pretty good. He what his longest run was 22 yards. So, so that was good. Um, yeah, just just talk about our quarterback. He kind of struggled in his first game on the QBR of 16.2. He completed 14 out of his 27 passes, so just over 50%. I mean, I'd like to see him more in the 60s and and maybe attempt some more throws. He only had 92 yards. I'd like to see him at least in the hundreds if we're I mean, we got to have a little bit more passing than that and our receivers got to do a little bit better job but um but anyways like i was saying to be on a positive note Jalen warren is looking great um i didn't i i know he's been great for us in the past i expected Devonte henry cole to have a little bit more of a presence um looked like he was almost like third on the depth chart at least as far as the amount of carries he got he got just three carries for four yards Jason Shelley, I, I, I heard he was a good runner, and he had a 13-yard for his longest rush, but um, I think he got sacked maybe once or twice, um, but he, he had nine carries for just four yards. Um, and Noah, let's see, what is his name? Elelion Noah, hopefully I didn't butcher that too bad. He had six carries for 15 yards, so, like, so we had some good carries in there. Um, but yeah, Jalen Warren on offense, on defense, we had several guys rack up a decent amount of tackles. We were close, especially in the first quarter, it was 7-0, just kind of going back and forth with, with the punting. And, but I think eventually our defense just got worn out because um, we were just always in the field because our offense was going three and out and Boise's was at least moving the ball a little bit. Um, but for the two guys I'm going to give it to, they both um, had half of a sack because I guess they probably just helped each other sack the ball a couple of times. Um, their stats are almost identical. We got Kevin Metzenheimer and Cash Gilliam. They both had eight tackles with five of them being solos. Uh, that, and like I said, half of a sack for both of them. Uh, Metzenheimer had 1.5 tackles for loss, and Gilliam had half of a tackle for a loss. So I'm liking what I'm seeing from the defense. I mean, it's hard to say that because Boise put up 42 points, but I mean, again, the Aggies were just a little bit tired. So because I mean, and that's not that's not a, a, a huge excuse because the Aggies should still. I mean, the defense's job is to stop the ball no matter what, but but they were trying to do that, and they got tricked out on a couple of Boise plays in second quarter, and that really, I, I think, if we take out the second quarter, I think the defense played good, and so I'd give the defense maybe, like, uh, it's hard to give them an A or even a B, maybe like a B- minus or C+. Plus. The offense, pretty close to an F, like, I don't know, but with... I, I can't disrespect him too much because Jalen Warren balled out. So Jalen Warren barely gives the offense uh, a pass grade. They don't get a fail, but they they barely they barely pass. They got 
so D's get degrees for <laughs> the first game versus Boise. Um, so talking about San San Diego State, um, what I what I liked from our last game that I hope we we do this next game is have physicality like we did in the second half, and let's not turn the ball over, which we didn't except for that one. Like I said, it didn't really count. It was the last play, like right at the end of the game, when the game was already over. Um, so no turnover is just good, but what I didn't like is I think we were trying to avoid turnovers, which is good against a team like Boise, but um, three and out, like our first possession is also almost as bad. It's not quite as bad because turnovers are pretty bad momentum swing, but when the defense is like, okay, we got to go out again, we were just, we just left the field like five minutes ago, then that's not, not good either. So. We can't be afraid to pass. Um, I think against San Diego State, um, we'll be a little bit more confident. Hopefully, we can get our confidence back. Uh, receivers, I don't like it when they're dropping footballs because Jason Shelley. I mean, he's not Jordan Love, but he's he's a good. He's an athletic. He can run and he 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 can make the throws. Like he's he's a starting quarterback for the reason. Um, I think when he first got there, maybe there was some concern, but but Gary Anderson has said he has definitely improved in camp, and there's a reason he believes that Jason Shelley can be the starting quarterback. I think you're going to see him do a little bit better this week. I think he's going to go for over 100 yards, and he's going to record his first passing touchdown as an Aggie. I mean, it can't always just be let's throw it to um, or uh, up, up the middle with Jalen Warren, so um, it's a little bit hard to predict the winner here. I think I might do that in a preview article that you can read on thehivesports.com. We have a uh, just a 22% chance to win according to ESPN FPI. Uh, I predicted in my last article, you can read it, the preview against for Boise. I predicted an Aggie win only because it was the first game of the season and and I felt like maybe the Aggies could find some lightning in a, in a bottle but but also that's a blessing and a curse right because uh, all teams struggled during the beginning of this the during the first game of the season there's there's a couple of I mean even Boise struggled with that punt off the O-line's head like there's a, a couple of kinks that need to be worked out and so that was so that was a rough game. It would be nice to see the Aggies just take it from here and and just win out the rest of our games. But to be honest, yeah, we we've lost our top receiver, our top running back, and our top producing quarter quarterback there. So so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit rough. But but I I believe in the Aggies. Um, because, yeah, losing Gerald Brightside, or Gerald Bright, <laughs> I think I got mixed up there because there's that Mr. Brightside song by the Killers <laughs> that people would talk about him about. And then we had Seosi Mariner. He's he's the top receiver last year. And Jordan Love, first round pick to the Packers. So so we, we've lost some production, but we're going to find ways to make that up. I think we, are, we have something in Jalen Warren. 
our receivers, I'm not so sure. Let's see. Who who is our because I'm I mean only fourteen completions, so five of those completions went to Devon Tompkins, so he seems like he's gonna be Devin Tompkins and I mean he's fast. He he's a little bit small, he's five seven, hundred and sixty, so like so we don't have a lot of guys that are big are tall that can just jump up and catch it. Justin McGriff, he is six foot six, so so he might be a good target. He he had four catches for twenty nine yards, so we we got some guys. Um and I think Jason Shelley will be great. Um I hope he is. If he's not then I mean he should have a little bit of a short leash, like he needs a couple games to to give him a chance, but in a shortened eight game season, if he's not uh, if he doesn't have it figured out by the third game against Nevada, like if we're if we're double digits behind Nevada and we've already lost to San Diego State, then I think it's at that point it's time to pull the plug and start Andrew Peasley. But I'm not saying the sky's falling. I'm not dis I'm not trying to disrespect Jason Shelley. I'm just saying yeah, he gets a pass for this game at Boise, but um, if our goal is to win games then he he better he better um, be competitive. I'm not saying he necessarily has to beat San Diego State. Uh, I think that it'll be close. But last year we barely beat San Diego State for the first time in what was it over 50 years? Because um, we've only played him twice since we've been in the Mountain West and or before last year, and they won by double digits. That in 2015 they won 48 to 14. That was right after we doubled Boise's score, and we were all fat and happy, and then got our butts kicked in San Diego. And then the next year, the three and nine year, it was kind of a nightmare. We lost forty to thirteen, but then we had our first win in Mountain West, in the Mountain West era of of this rivalry, where we won twenty three seventeen last year. Overall, the San Diego State has twelve wins, and and we just have two in the rivalry. The, yeah, our only other win was in San Diego in 1967. Um, a lot of those games were on the road. Like San Diego was just in a different. It was just a different era. Uh, um, looks like they did beat us in 1948. Ironically, I didn't know this, but back back then when the Aggies had a pretty decent team, and back then you they didn't just give out bowls for free. But but San Diego State beat. Utah State twenty eight to nineteen in the Aztec Bowl, so so that's a fun little fact for you. Um, I'm hoping. I mean, we the last time we played a San Diego in in a big sport in basketball, the Mountain West Championship, we beat them again on on that Sam Merrill game winner. So I'm I'm confident. I'm hoping that we beat them in basketball and football until the end of time. And who knows if that'll happen. I mean, San Diego's always a pretty great program, more so in basketball than football. We know, we know who Kawhi Leonard is. Um, one, uh, one Cougar fan that always likes to give me a hard time, he, he always likes to post the Kawhi gifts. Um, so boy, at BoyKoi32, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a shout out on the Aggie podcast. But I mean, he, he does give credit where credit is due to, to the Aggies. And, and he has mentioned before, he, he mentioned to me the other day that, that it's comparable because Sam Merrill and Jimmer both had big games against San Diego State in, 
but I mean, it, it was slightly different because we did it in the, in the championship and they did it in the regular season, but, but that's a debate for another day. I'm, I, I just want to say that, that, yeah, I think that the Aggies can, can do it. I think we can beat San Diego State. I'm not necessarily ready to make my prediction yet. I think it's going to be close, but I hope the Aggies do great. And I just got to end with a classic, a classic cheer for the Aggies. Utah State, hey, Aggies all the way. Go, Aggies, go, Aggies, hey, hey, hey. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school, so check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.